Hello. Hey, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you now. Okay, cool. I don't know what was going on. Okay, so yeah, we'll be recording on this and now like cut out. We like need to stop or anything. Mm-hmm. It's like just say stop, start over or whatever. And I don't okay. know what to cut out. <clears throat> okay. Uh, make sure no noise in the background. Okay. So I'll start by introducing myself and then you come in. Okay. Hey, you're listening to the first episode of The Pursuit, brought to you by Blossom Woman. I'm Bianca, the creator of BlossomWoman.com, and today we'll be chatting it up with Trent Johnson. Um, He's in PT school right now. No, I'm not going to say that. He can say that. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to start over. (laughs) All right. Hey, guys, you're listening to the first episode of The Pursuit, brought to you by BlossomWoman.com. I'm Bianca, the creator of Blossom Woman, and today we'll be chatting with Trent Johnson to give a little bit of insight on his views on relationships, pursuing, and dating. So, Trent, tell me a little bit about yourself and what do you do? Um, As we briefly stated before, uh, my name is Trent Johnson. I'm 24 years old, currently residing in Birmingham, uh, where I'm currently in physical therapy school, getting my doctorate at the University of Alabama in Birmingham. Okay. Striving for excellence. (laughs) (laughs) I do what I can. Yes. Okay. First thing first, tell me about your situation. Are you single, dating, or in a relationship? Uh, currently at the at the moment, um, I am single, but I am talking to somebody at the moment. Okay, what is your like definition of talking to someone at the moment? Um, my definition of talking to somebody is, um, y'all are. I wouldn't say. Actually, no. I am gonna go and say. Um, I guess we are exclusive. I mean, I'm not in. You know, just with being in PT school, you know, it's kind of difficult to to even consider the fact of talking to multiple women. Um, and I need, wouldn't even put myself in that position um, <laughs> <laughs> to even do that. Uh, I mean, especially just we're trying to just, well, having grown up and just being more mature, I definitely wouldn't put myself in that position anymore. Um, so just my definition of talking is, y'all, you know, y'all are both exclusive with you know, working alongside each other to get to that point of dating. Oh, how cute. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so do you typically pursue a woman romantically before you've gotten a chance to develop a friendship with them? Um, when I was younger, I would say, yeah, uh, but that's really because I didn't understand the concept of a relationship outside of what I saw on TV or heard in music um, or anything like that. Um, but really, as I matured and grew up, um, def- definitely friendship is the key to making things easier when it comes to relationships. Um, you know, I guess with my family on both sides, really a lot of my family is divorced or never married. Um, so really the only person in terms of like relationship wise that I really look towards in my family um, is my sister who actually just got married in November. Um, so she's actually somebody that I reference to a lot when it comes to relationships. Um, 
So that's just kind of just at the point that I am now when it comes to, I guess, what I base what I base a relationship would be um, just, I guess, in close proximity to me. Okay. And so you would rather have a, the foundation of a friendship before you dove into like being romantic with someone. Oh, definitely. Um, Cause I guess the key point is, you know, when that romance is kind of put on pause because of like a disagreement or an argument, um, that friendship is definitely going to be the, the main thing that helps y'all get over it. Um, what I would tell anybody is, you know, communication is key. Um, I know personally, I talk to, I try to at least talk to my friends a lot, you know, when I get a free chance to do it. Um, but even when just with friends, friends talk things out. Um, and I know personally, I don't really beef with friends. Um, you know, we may have our disagreements or arguments someday, but, you know, we quickly get over it. And so, you know, just having that friendship aspect in a relationship to me is very important um, because it, it just makes things a lot easier because relationships are hard it just in general, but, you know, just having that basis to, to build up on and then fall back on, you know, when times get rough or something like that. Right. Um, it's always good to have that. Okay. I totally agree with that. <laughs> okay. So follow up question. I know you said growing up both sides of your family, didn't provide like just strong relationship examples. So who or what did help you develop a more mature outlook on dating and relationships? Um, like I said, definitely my sister. Um especially just now, um, just in the early stages of marriage and what she's in now. Um, but just having talks, you know, individually, my mom and my dad, they kinda gave me, you know, tips or guidance to really not following the same trend that they did um, mm-hmm. because they got divorced, you know, when I was eight years old. So, you know, I didn't really just get a, a good glimpse of how their marriage was yeah. outside of, you know, just, you know, with their divorce, but, you know, they're really good friends now. And so I think that's kind of what I see now that even, you know, they're not, you know, together in terms of like marriage or like relationship wise, you know, they still have that good relationship or that good friendship, rather, um, to where they're, you know, they can still be able to talk to each other like normal people do. And, you know, they still hang out. So, I mean, it's that's kind of what helps me along the way in just trying to find, you know, a compatible partner. Yeah. I was kind of in the same predicament. I didn't have a whole lot of examples of like strong marriages or relationships my mom got divorced when I was in middle school so I was kind of in the same boat and I know one thing that helped me just mature in this area was you know talking with friends and getting a mentor so Mm -hmm. just older people I definitely agree it helps you to like shape your outlook on dating and relationships it helps a lot Oh, definitely. So, next question. Let the ladies know, Will. <laughs> <laughs> kidding, kidding. Um, so, what about a woman catches your attention enough to pursue her? And is there, like, a specific checklist that you go through before you make that decision? Um, the moment, I guess, or the, the big thing that catches my eye when it comes to um, just pursuing a woman 
just in general, I would say looks, but looks are so superficial now. So I wouldn't really just base it off looks now um, compared to how I was, you know, just growing up. But, you know, just as I get older, you know, you want to have a good foundation in terms of, you know, whether they're in school now pursuing, you know, a career or they're actually, you know, just working now. Um, you know, a lot of women you see now, like on social media, you know, they're like the Instagram models or something like that. And, you know, that <laughs> that being lazy or stuff like that or staying at home, being a scammer, you know, it ain't going to cut it with me. Um, so definitely just having a, a good career or at least pursuing one. Um, they got to have a good firm base with God. Um, I mean, because that's in a biblical sense, that's just what a relationship is like built upon and what it's like geared towards and just making sure that you guys are building each other up to, you know, God's standards. God together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I guess something that I like specifically is you know, a woman that's, that's really, like, just low-key, you know, they're not out there, you know, trying to get everybody's attention or something like that. You know, they, you know, they do what they got to do and take care of business and, you know, just keep it simple like that. So you like the lay low and bill type of cheat? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Because <laughs> um, I'm, 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 like, real, I guess, I wouldn't say just nonchalant, but, you know, I've I don't try to do too much. I just do what I got to do and and head on home. Yeah. That's cool. So, um, what does pursuing a woman look like for you? Are you very intentional with doing things to get her attention and make her feel special? Um, pursuing a woman to me is, is really just showing an interest in who she is and what she likes. Um, you know, just paying attention to her, talking to her. Um, you know, I feel like just in general, women like to have people that try to figure out more information other than, you know, just outside of what they look like, you know? Right. Um, so just giving her that attention and communicating with her to know about like the little things, like how she was raised or, you know, what drives her, you know, when she gets up in the morning, dreams, goals, um that's that's really key to me and then you know just finding out what she loves pet peeves or something like that just to build upon that in the future um when it comes to like trying to you know create something that y'all can relate to and then most definitely i think that i found key um especially to the girl that i'm talking to now and i guess guys probably might think it's kind of lame but to Hey, to me, it's work. You know, I don't, I don't really care what other people think in terms of my relationship. Um, but just the big thing now is, is the, the whole love language. Um, because it's showing that you're trying to figure out how to go about and showing, you know, that interest and appreciation with her. Um, so being able to figure out how a woman, you know, operates and, and how she likes to, you know, be appreciated, how she likes to be loved, you know, that that's making your job a whole lot easier because you got something to reference to. Right. And you're doing something that she like resonates with. Mm -hmm. That's good. Okay. 
Well, this is an episode of The Pursuit, and I know, you know, traditionally men are the pursuers, they're the go-getters, um, the, the person that, you know, establishes the relationship. But, you know, there are women out there shooting their shots, and so what are your... <laughs> What are your honest feelings about it? Do you encourage it or do you just want a woman to just wait? Um, when it comes to a woman shooting a shot, it to me, it's honestly hit or miss. Um, and that's only because naturally it's a man's job to go out and pursue a woman, like let a man do what, you know, what they're intended to do. You know, if they truly want you, they're going to go out their way and and more to to make that happen. Um, so, I mean, if, if a woman is confident enough to, to, to go out and pursue a man, you know, I say all for it, but just to me, it's, it's always, you know, just let a man do what you got to do. Um, I guess in the past I've had women shoot their shot at me and it's, it's kind of taken me aback because I personally didn't realize that's, it was you know, happening. Yeah, that it was happening and, and just how women, that's how like a woman saw me. Because, um, you know, when I just, how I operate on a daily basis, you know, I make sure I, I do what I got to do is take care of myself, take care of business and just everything that I got going on. Um, so to see a woman go out their way to to show that confidence and that appreciation, I mean, it's, it's definitely cool. It's something that's flattered me. Um, but just in general, I would rather pursue the woman myself. Um, so it's, it's really a to each its own situation. You know, I can't tell people how to go about and finding that, that person for them. Um, you know, I always say, you know, if you want that person, then definitely could go out and get them. Um, but just make sure that, you know, you have yourself together and know that it's a possibility of getting rejected. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I want to dive a little deeper into your personal dating life if that's okay uh, no problem okay um so you're in pt school right now and i know that takes up a lot of your time how mm-hmm. do you balance school um life like all the projects you got going on and your obligations to that comes with dating someone um I mean, it's definitely hard you know i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna sugarcoat and be like you know it's it's easy because it's not but you know the thing that really works for me um is it's all about communication just like everything else in a relationship um just talking to that person and letting them know like hey you know i have a busy day coming up um don't think i like i'm trying to ignore you or i don't want to talk it's just i have a lot going on but you know i'll call you when i'm done for the day or you know when i have a little bit of free time to check on you um that's what's currently working for me um, and then as long as the effort is being reciprocated between each other, then it makes things, you know, way easier. You know, I, me personally, you know, I, I, I appreciate a quick text message, text message. Like, you know, I know you got a busy day, but you know, I'm thinking about you. Hope you're having a great day today. Um, and then just with communication, it falls back to having that friendship as well. You know, just not being able to talk 24 seven throughout the day. Um, it's good to know that business is being taken care of on both ends. Um, so, you know, it's definitely good. Um, then with school, you know, the, the woman that I'm talking to, you know, she's actually in, you know, in law school. So she spends a lot of her time reading her in class. So, 
<laughs> yeah, so just making time for each other, mainly, you know, at night when we're all done for the day, you know, that that works, you know, when I have free time or she have free time, you know, we definitely make it an emphasis to try and connect. Um, then whenever we have a free weekend, it gives us more time to talk or, you know, just the possibility of going and try to see each other. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Y'all got a whole power couple <laughs> making thing going on. <laughs> trying, trying. That's that's nice. I commend that. So how do you affirm your feelings for her? I know you said you're getting to know each other, like leading up to dating, but I'm pretty sure it you know, it's been established that y'all feel some type of way for each other. How do mm-hmm. you re- reaffirm your feelings towards her through words or actions? Through words, it's like I said, it's just simply sending her a text saying, you know, how much, you know, I appreciate, you know, what she's doing or just letting her know, you know, I'm proud of her. Um, you know, just a little free game to men and women. Um, women love notes or unexpected gifts like flowers. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so finding out what type of flowers they like is definitely a key. Um, just it's just that show, just having that little appreciation to let them know that you know you're paying attention to what she likes and you're going out your way to 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 show you know your feelings towards them. Um, and through actions, you know, just spending time with her, you know, especially when you can. Um, you know, with just us being in school in a separate states, you know, even though we're close, um, you know, it's hard, but you know, you make time for what you want. Yeah. And so, you know, just talking and seeing, you know, what type of things make her happy. Um, trying to go like on little dates, spending the weekend together. Uh, it doesn't have to be anything extravagant, like an expensive dinner, you know, a simple nap date can do the job or, just spend the day at home with each other, just listen to music or just talking yes. will, will definitely suffer. So, you know, I feel like women be trying to expect all these men to like jump through hoops and, you know, vice versa. Like the most $200 dates. Yeah, man. You, you, you don't need all that, man. It's, it's, <laughs> it's the little things that go the, the longest. That is so true. I think the most intimate thing about the stage of talking and getting to the point of dating is music like honestly mm-hmm. if you introduce me to music i'm gonna think about you every time i listen to it like oh yeah that's the easiest way <laughs> to get in somebody's head mm-hmm. okay okay well guys i want y'all to know i've known tj since undergrad <laughs> our, he's a kappa and i'm an aka and our chapters were close and we would road trips and just hang out a lot. Um, our chapter would. So I did get to see for myself how he and his chapter were like popular. And he was, you know, he was popping himself. <laughs> 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 he was popping, y'all. So my next question. You joined your fraternity as an undergrad, you know, a younger person. And eventually became president of the chapter. And I remember your chapter being like very, very popular on campus and around Mississippi. If you were dating someone, seeing someone had a situation at the time, how did she handle you being a part of a chapter that was exposed to, you know, being around so many women? Um, <laughs> I definitely have a lot of stories for days about this one. Um, 
but just for the sake of this, you know, I'll keep it brief. Um, I guess it wasn't directly stated at times, but just as a person that can read that, I, you know, I make a good attempt to try and read people, you know, with women and instincts, you know, it was, it was easy to tell at times. Um, you know, when a woman doesn't like you being around a lot of females, um, but you know, if a, if a guy that you're talking to is in a fraternity, you kind of got to know the basis that in general, women are key to making our social events like really successful. Um, and then just when I initially got into the fraternity, you know, I was 19 years old. Um, you know, I'd moved from North Carolina to Mississippi. So I was like 10 hours away, didn't really know any, anybody. So I was like still in the process of getting to know everybody, you know, and then just being in the fraternity, I was like thrown in the fire of, you know, yeah. constantly having to be social. Be a Neo. Yeah. So, you know, I was bad with juggling all that together when I initially joined. But, you know, I eventually learned towards like the end of my junior year, going my senior year that, you know, just talking with older fraternity members, talking with friends, you know, I eventually, the main thing that I learned was, you know, you got to take care of home first. You know, you got to take care of, you know, your significant other, whoever you're talking to. Um, and I think once I got a full grasp of that, then things got easier. Um, but, you know, the relationship I was in during college, I guess, was rocky to begin with because of just aspects of the fraternity. And, you know, it didn't really go how I wanted to after college because of events that had happened in undergrad. Um, so, you know, it, it's definitely a lesson learned. Um, you know, I see guys in similar situations and, you know, I'll make sure I let them know, like, you know, here's a mistake that I had made previously before. And I see you kind of going that route and I'm going to try to steer you because I see that, you know, you and your girl have like a good foundation going on. So, you know, I don't want you to, to be in a situation like me. Um, it was because, I mean, it, it was stressful. You know, you try to, you know, you're finally doing right. You try to make things work and then things just blow up in your face and you'd be like, man, you know, what now? Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Um, speaking of the whole fraternity undergrad experience, how did you deal with temptations? from other women while you're <laughs> <one>. <laughs> um early on I'm not gonna lie I was bad with temptations um like I said man it was just so much going on that you know you didn't really know how to balance um you know so you know just early on like I was bad at it, but then as I progressed and matured and got older, you know, I did a whole lot better. Um, temptations are always going to be around. You know, as soon as you open up Instagram or Twitter, you know, you might see a, a half-naked girl or, you know... Old naked girl. Yeah, whole naked girls now, man. <laughs> they scandalous. <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, temptations are all, all around, but, you know, you just got to be disciplined and have good self-control. Um, I mean, I feel like I definitely have a good grasp of that now. Um, so, you know, in terms of like temptation or cheating, you know, I'm, I'm cool on that. Like if I, if I ever feel like I'm in a position like that, you know, I'm in a relationship, but like I said, I'm in a good spot where I am. 
you know, focus on school and just, you know, the girl I talk to. So, you know, just temptations like all that, I'm I'm good on it. So yeah. I'm not really worried about it. And I just think it's important to make a decision beforehand that you're not going to let this get to you. Like, mm-hmm. if I'm going to church and I know service is three hours, I'm going to eat <laughs> before I leave. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be hungry mm-hmm. and just, you know, out of my element. <laughs> So it's good to just make that decision beforehand that this is not what you're going to do. Oh, yeah. It's good. It's good. Okay. So my next question, I I think it's very important to have friends of the opposite sex. And hmm, it's, it's kind of unrealistic for someone you're dating to expect you to drop all of your female friends. Mm-hmm. I, I understand that, you know, some women that are in your life may not want to genuinely be your friend and Mm -hmm. the woman you're dating will you know pick up on that but how would you go about introducing your friends to the person you're dating so that the person you're dating can get a a feel of your friendships and kind of understand that you know yeah this girl is a part of my life but she's genuinely a friend Mm -hmm. Uh, you gotta be upfront. tell the truth um, you know, if if you are, you know, definitely have a good friendship with a woman, but you don't want, but you know, when trying to explain that with your woman, you know, you definitely want to let let them know, like this is strictly what it is. You know, no lines are being crossed. Um, because you you want to put your your significant other, your woman, in a position to where. You know, if she hits you up, she doesn't have to question what it's about or anything like that, you know. So just being honest is definitely the best route. And then just in terms of, like, just getting to know each other or, like, just introducing them to each other. um, You know, I feel like eventually that's bound to happen. Um, So, you know, especially if it's, like, of high interest. So, you know, you definitely want to bridge that gap to where you know nobody's like mind can wander to like they have to question like oh is she eventually going to catch feelings about about you or something like that so you know as long as you're up front to both people and you know you kind of set those boundaries you know everything will eventually just work itself out so you know that that's how I see it definitely all about boundaries okay so, what is your biggest fear when it comes to dating and relationships? Uh, biggest fear? Um, crazy, because I remember maybe about a month or so ago, I actually had a had a good talk with some friends about this. Um, you know, just an overall fear, um, just as men, you know, we don't want to settle for, for any random girl. Um, just like women, you know, men have their standards too. You know, we factor in plenty of things um, in terms of addressing or, you know, in pursuing a girl, you know, will our mom like her or, you know, has she been with anybody that we know of or, right. or you know, how does she view me, like how I view her and I'm just like not another dude to her or something like that. Um, but no man wants to consistently question the woman who he feels about. Um, in question, you know, is she good for him? 
Um, but I mean, I guess my biggest fear is just, you know, I don't, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm a very private person. And so, you know, when I kind to, you know, kind of peel a layer about myself and start to open up, you know, it's conversations might come up to where, you know, I tell you something that's like really deep to me. Right. Um, yeah. So, you know, I don't want to be in a situation to where I like truly open up to a woman and then all of a sudden she just like leaves. Retract. Yeah. So, you know, you know, that's the risk. I mean, yeah, it's definitely a risk, you know, but you know, sometimes you got to take it. But if you're like a reserved person, like I am, you know, you kind of got to like pick and choose how you address different things because opening up is hard for anybody to do. Um, but men in particular, it's, it's way harder. Um, cause it's kind of like the show me your scars and I'll show you mine. But you know, what if, you know, what I'm showing to you is too much for you to take, then what happens? Yeah. I like that you said that. I know one thing that I find important is for women to, you know, create a safe space for men. Um, mm-hmm. Um, so I, vulnerability is important and with vulnerability, you know, sometimes you're showing the weaker sides of you, like you might even cry. And I think it's important as women that when a man comes to a point where he wants to get vulnerable and just really open up like that, you don't Mm -hmm. bash him for showing emotions. And I think as a woman, as your woman, you know, when it's right. When, when it's the right time to open up and like peel back layers of yourself when she's created a safe and comfortable space for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because you know, so much goes on in this world and then it's like you know, say I have like a bad day at work or something like that and you know, I come home to you know, my woman and you know, I'm sitting here telling her about everything and and it's like, you know, she's acting uninterested. You know, no man wants to have that because, you know, just as a boyfriend, girlfriend, man or woman, you know, you want to be each other's safe haven in a sense to where you kind of, you know, you explain to each other, you know, what you have going on or, you know, how your day was. And just being able to talk it out or, you know, just having a woman or a man just be like, you know, come here you know, I'll take care of it. You know, don't let the outside world stress you because, you know, as soon as you step foot, you know, in or, you know, step foot in the house or, you know, you talk to me, you know, I'm going to make sure that, you know, you're good. Um, so, you know, just having that, man, is, is definitely a plus because, you know, you always want to have at least that one person to be able to talk things out with. Right. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Okay. Um. You've given some really, really great insight, and this conversation is slick, low-key, hockey loaded with some <laughs> things that women are really going to appreciate hearing, like when you said you take the time to read her body language, you take the time to, to know what she likes, and you like put some effort in, like people these days are really straying away from, you know, traditional dating and just doing what someone cares about you do. So it's mm-hmm. good to hear that guys are out there, ladies. It's still good men out there. Don't give up hope. 
and don't just say all men are trash because if you think all men are trash, if that's your experiences, then you just calling yourself a dumpster. Oh yeah. <laughs> but my last question is, well, would be to give the women who are single and being patient about being pursued a little bit of encouragement. Uh, my biggest encouragement is, you know, your time is gonna come. Um, don't rush things. You know, don't go out trying to find something, you know, just for like a quick fix. Um, don't sell yourself short or like lower your standards just to get a man. You know, there's plenty of good men out here. Um, they just gotta, you know, mature and find their way. You know, and I wouldn't say necessarily just wait for a man to mature, but you know, as long as you present the way you present yourself is, is how you be addressed. You know, if you're presenting yourself like, you know, just the way you carry yourself, like, you know, you're on your stuff, um, you know, the right guy is eventually going to come. Um, and, you know, don't be too picky either. You know, I feel like men and women try to find what's perfect or, you know, try to find what's perfection. But everybody's idea of perfection is different. Um, you know, you can't really care what other people are going to think about who you're seeing. Um, you know, as long as they're good to you, you know, they provide for you, they take care of you or something like that. You know, if, if you feel like that's the right person, you know, take it, you know, build yeah. something off of it. Um, you know, having a strict checklist or making a man jump through hoops to get at you is just making things harder on yourself. You know, if a man wants you, he's going to come and get you. Um, and then I guess really the last thing is, you know, you ain't got to be on the scene all the time. You know, no man is is trying to go out to the club and, and find his wife. You know, so if you in the club doing all that extra stuff, man, you're you going to get what you attract. So that is, <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. Yeah, it ain't, it ain't rocket science. Okay. So, CJ, tell the listeners how we can get to know you better. Like, how can we connect with you and what kind of creative projects do you have coming up? Um, you can definitely follow me on social media um, at Captain TJ underscore. Um, that's with a C and not a K. Um, <laughs> people have the whole thing with Captain. They try to, no. I, I spell things the correct way. Um, so at Captain TJ underscore on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Um, and in terms of creative projects that I uh, have coming up, um, I, I have a lot. Um, definitely try to use the resource that God has given me. Um, so, you know, with being in physical therapy school, um, one thing I notice is it's not a lot of African-American men um, in physical therapy school. So um, me and and one of my friends from undergrad, uh, he's actually finishing up his occupational therapy degree, getting his master's in that. Uh, we kind of came together and we're developing this program um, to help young African-American men who have interest in physical therapy and occupational therapy. Uh, we developed a program where we're going to serve as like mentors, um, hosting workshops to where, you know, we kind of gain that interest of the men mm -hmm. or who has interest already and just build them up with, 
you know, making sure they're taking the right classes, um, helping them study for the GRE, helping them, you know, with their applications. Um, you know, we're just trying to build it up to, you know, we have a full solid group of guys building up a program and then, you know, just making sure that, you know, we help them not only get into school, but stay in school and graduate. And, you know, it might be people that we eventually have in our program who one day might work for us when we have our degrees in, in our clinics. Um, so that's definitely the biggest thing that I have just coming up right now. That's awesome. That's okay. You heard it, guys. Um, a group of men trying to build up more men. And if you want to support them in any kind of way, please follow him and hit him up on Instagram, Twitter at Captain TJ underscore right. Correct. Right. Okay. So um, that's it, guys. All right. Okay.